we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Halloween! What should Christians do? Look at somebody say, what should Christians do? What should Christians do? Amen. Do we open the door and hand them out a track? I don't have no candy, but whatso I have it, I give it unto thee. Amen. Or do we give them candy with scriptures in the wrapper? Good fortune cookies. They're just not fortune cookies. They're good fortune cookies. Preacher made them. Put a whole bunch of little preacher sayings in them. He will make your mi- turn your misery into ministry. Oh, Lord, you read my... Why did I say that? Somebody's going to do it. And I want, I want to get paid, too. <laughs> Halloween, what should Christians do? All right. Hey, man, don't be putting stuff up in your yard, either. Witches and brooms and junk. Amen. Hey, man, you better guard your house or your wife be using that broom when you ain't looking. <laughs> How'd you get home so quick? <laughs> That's all she needed. <laughs> Amen. We're contemplating whether a Christian should celebrate Halloween. We must first, look at somebody say, we must first. This is, we must first consider the spirit of the holiday. Now, before I do anything, I need to consider the spirit of it. Is it cheer or fear? What's the spirit of Halloween? Is it cheer or fear? Fear, 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, For God hath not given us, what? The spirit of fear, but of what? Power, and of love, and of what? A sound mind. I don't mind suspense and mystery. I don't even mind a good jump scare every now and then. But I don't need to be walking in fear after I done watched a movie. I can't go room to room. That means I should not have watched that. Can I get an amen on that from some scared folks in here? Amen. amen. I was trying to watch that movie, It. Y'all know me and clowns already. Like the first It, it was just kind of funny because it they ain't had the technology. Now they have the technology to make stuff real. Like it, you, it, might, it, it might come out the TV now like the little girl on the rings. I, 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 can't, I can't do it so... I sat in there, I probably, I don't know how long it was. It might have been two minutes. And the kids was getting killed in my heart. I'm, I was like, I can't watch kids getting killed. And then that cloud, oh, Lord, Lord Jesus. I, I can't do this. I can't do this because I don't want to be going room to room in my house. When I, as much as I pay for that, I, boy, I ain't going to be scared in my house. Jumping, somebody come here. Oh, girl, what you doing? Oh, I'm just cooking. What? <laughs> I'm not living in fear because God has not given me the spirit of fear. So I'm not watching nothing that's going to have me scared. Look at somebody. Well, then don't show the burning hell again. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's good, healthy fear. That's going to lead to repentance. This is going to lead to repentance. I'll keep showing you images. Amen. You need to think about hell. 
Next time you go try to act a fool. But the spirit of fear, I'm not chasing the spirit of fear. I don't want to be frightened by stuff like that. Amen? And I tell people all the time, you know, I talk to witches and folks that were ex-witches and warlocks and different things. And they say when they make these movies, they make them for that purpose. Because if they can instill enough fear in you, you can summon things into your home. Open up portals in your own home based on your fear. can't cast a demon out scared. You don't think he know you scared? I remember when we was young and we used to watch them. You know, I never liked Dracula. Oh my gosh, I know. He, me and him, I, 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 I no. I mean, it, even the old Nosferatus, all of them, black and white, whatever. It's just something about them fangs and them fingers. I don't want to see no Dracula. But somebody talked me into watching Fright Night one time. I remember that old school Fright Night. And something happened in Fright Night that just messed up the Dracula with me forever. Dude pulled out the cross. Y'all remember that? Pulled out the cross and stopped. The vampire, what the vampire do? He grabbed it. That, that, that. <laughs> so, okay, now the cross ain't working. All is lost. All is lost. The cross don't work. And he just crumbled it up and he said, man, he said, you got to have faith. I said, oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus, oh, I need to pray, y'all. I mean, I need to pray right now. I'm scared just thinking about it. You got to have faith. You got to have faith. And I've watched people deal with demons and different things. And I've watched them get laughed at, spit on, all this kind of stuff. But then when somebody with faith walks up, the demon, he knows immediately, I'm dealing with faith now. I'm going to lose. Amen. So don't you get bring your watch. After you watch a movie, you know you got a shaky cross. <laughs> Be like the sons of Sceva, just get whipped. Amen. So we don't, we, don't, we don't go for fear. We're not trying to be frightened. A day set aside to glorify frightening images and scary things is a day that promotes darkness and the appearance of evil. Does Halloween promote, can I ask y'all a simple question? Can I ask y'all a question? Does Halloween, October 31st as we know it in the United States, does Halloween promote the appearance of evil? Who doesn't believe Halloween promotes the appearance of evil? Have you driven down a street during Halloween? What's in the yards of everybody's house? The what? Appearance of what? Evil. If Halloween promotes the appearance of evil, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 22 says to do what? Abstain from what? So if it's appearing evil, you can't celebrate it. The Bible speaks against thinking or promoting things that promote evil. So if your music is cussing you out, is that not promoting evil? Is cussing evil? 
Anybody ever been cussed out? Heart start beating fast, you ready, to, you ready to go. Let's do this, bro. Forget the talking. I mean, you offend someone, right? Whenever it's the devil, ain't the devil always cussing? Whenever they got some kind of horror movie or something, everybody's cussing. Whenever somebody's getting ready to kill, they cussing! <laughs> so, when we use our bodies to celebrate evil, we bring ourselves under the power of it. So if you dress up as a ghoul and a goblin, you just brought yourself under the power of that spirit. Yeah, you opened yourself up for it because you're glorifying it. Oh, see, people don't believe that can happen in the spirit realm. Well, let me tell you something. I mean, what are we doing in here? What are we doing when we lift our hands and we're singing the songs in here? Aren't we opening ourselves up for God's spirit to come in here? Why would his spirit come in here? Why would he incline himself to come in our presence? Because we've been talking about him. We've been worshiping him. We've made him the center of our focus. So we brought his presence here. That's what worship is. Right? You summon what you serenade. Period. So when you sing in evil songs, I mean, why do they play evil when they get ready to do evil? The gang member's not playing Fred Hammond when he's about to ride up on somebody. <laughs> they getting ready to rob that liquor store. They ain't playing Shirley Caesar. Amen. They're going to play some Travis Scott. They're going to play somebody that look like they rob a liquor store. They're going to play some evil. If they're getting ready to do something evil. Well, I wish, I, I wish some folks in here had a good understanding. Y'all would be agreeing. The Bible speaks against thinking or promoting things that promote evil. 1 Corinthians 6 and 12 says, All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. Paul is basically saying, man, I can get away with it, but why would I do that? Did y'all hear what I just said? I can get away with it, but why would I do it? He says all things are lawful, but I'm not going to be brought under the power of anything. So why would I do something that, I, that will bring me under its power? If I'm functioning under the power of the Holy Ghost, I can't function under the power of a ghost ghost. Can I keep preaching in here? This is simple stuff. It ought to be. It was simple in the 90s or the 80s. Now, I mean, churches are, are really defending Halloween. Many Christians feel that if they stand against Halloween, they will lose the interest of their youth. Can I say something on the camera? You've already lost interest of your youth. The very reason you're trying to use a demonic day to reach them tells me that they haven't been reached. Amen. Ain't no youth in here waiting on the monster mash to go down. Brother Jay, 
That's A going to have the monster mash this, this coming Wednesday night. Bobbing for apples. Anybody in here disappointed? Anybody disappointed? Waiting on me to get up and announce the trunk or treat. We're going to decorate. We're not going to decorate people. We're going to decorate cars and put candy in the trunks. Depending on how hood the church is, the candy going to be oily, greasy, kids walking around with jacks and crowbars and old clothes. <laughs> Need some better cars for this trunk or treat. Everybody just getting trunk. Nobody getting a treat. <laughs> some fool. Oh, it's so stupid. Yeah, we got this idea. We going to decorate. We going to do this. Brother, your ideas are telling me that you're out of ideas. <laughs> well, we're not going to be able to reach them. You, you, you can't reach them anyway. They're not reached. Look around. Ask them. Ask the youth. Are they reached? Many Christians feel that if they stand against they're going to lose the interest of the youth. So they plan alternative celebrations that mimic Halloween but deny its association. We're not celebrating Halloween. we just giving out candy on the day of Halloween. That's, that, 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 that makes my head hurt. Well, I had some black Hebrew Israelites tell me that one time. Like, brother, you know, we don't do Thanksgiving. Oh, we don't, no, 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 no. See, that's the, that's the Esau white man, the, the, the Edomite. Holiday. We don't recognize that. Oh, so what you gonna do with Thanksgiving? Well, you know, family's coming over, and um, you know, we don't, we don't, you know, we're we gonna have a dinner, you know, everybody gonna kind of sit around. We 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 gonna talk, then we're gonna watch the game. And you know, you just, so you're gonna pray to Yeshua before you eat and give him thanks. Well, yeah, yeah, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna give thanks before we eat. You gonna have turkey? Oh yeah, we gonna have turkey because you know we can't have ham. They ain't have no pork. Ain't many birds left after the pork. I mean, ain't them, the chicken too little. <laughs> hey, you a black Hebrew Israelite or are you just dumb? They try to deny its association. So everything about it says Halloween except the word Halloween. It's trunk or treat. We're going to stick a pumpkin. You're going to carve the pumpkin? Well, yeah, but they'll all be smiling. <laughs> and candy in the trunk. And all the kids... Walk up to the car, and, but that's not Halloween. You're not celebrating Halloween. Okay. Romans 12 and 2 says, be not conformed to this world, but do what? Be, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, let me tell you something. Uh, Y'all, I know I sound mean and vicious, and folks that watch me think I'm mean and vicious and all that, but you got to understand, I don't have much patience for folks that try to cut corners because I don't get to. 
like, I don't get to compromise and do whatever I want to do. I have to follow God's rules if I want his blessing. So if I have to follow the rules, guess what you got to do? So I don't, I don't make loopholes for you, brother. I don't feel sorry for you. I don't feel sorry. Brother, I pay all the bills in my house. All the, brother, I don't feel sorry for you. Man, I've had to turn down millions of dollars. Millions. Like Ali say, millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> to stay true and not compromise and not sell out. So, brother, I don't feel sorry for you feeling some kind of way because you, 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 no, brother, if you choose in the world, then you are conformed to the world. The Bible says, don't be conformed to this world, go against the world. Yeah, you want to show your fortitude? You want to show how, how, what you're made of? Go against the world. Go against the grain. Climb the rough side of the mountain. Then we'll see what you're made of. Yeah, do what Abraham had to do and take his son up to be sacrificed. Let's see you do that. These clouds of witnesses, yeah, look what they had to do to prove themselves. Jacob wrestling with an angel all night. Got his hip broken. Are you willing to do that? Or you just want to do what the world is doing and you want somebody to feel sorry for you? I ain't getting no pity here. Can I preach in here? Ain't no pity here. I don't care. Ain't no pity, brother. You, you looking for the easy way out. Bible said don't be conformed to this world. Be transformed by the what? Renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and what? So your mind has to be renewed before you can even prove what is good and acceptable and perfect. Amen. So if you're transformed, I mean, if you're conformed to this world, you don't know what's good. You're just doing what the world does. Amen. God wants some folks that's going to stand up for righteousness. Amen. God wants some folks that's going to stand up for him in the earth, no matter how wicked things get. Amen? When Christians do this, they send the message to the youth that it's okay to take what the world promotes and bring it into the church as long as we acknowledge God in the process. Yeah, that's why during praise and worship, they singing computer love and changing the words. Jesus love. Yeah. In church, everybody grooving and dancing and sweaty and nasty as they was when they used to dance to computer love. Yeah. Taking all the greatest hits and mixing them in with the music. Amen. And you know, music, man, if you're creative, you don't have to take the world's funk. You can have your own funk. Ain't nothing wrong with the funk. It just can't be Parliament's version. Can't break out in flashlight during the praise. Because it takes everyone back. Everyone's mind stamped by Parliament. You go to playing knee deep, ain't none of us saved no more. Yeah, but they think they can do that because they've watched the parents take the world and bring it in the church. 
Matthew 6 and 24 says, no man can serve two masters. You know, I had a friend tell me, I mean, this was a long time ago, back when we had our group. And we, we had our group, and we were doing a song, and we broke out with Vadia in the middle of the song uh, by Earth, Wind, and Fire. You know, Vadia, I'm not humming it. That would be, somebody's going to go Apple Music it when they get out. But we broke out with that in the middle of the song or whatever, and he was in the audience, and he came up to me, and he's like, dude, what, why did you do that? And I was like, well, you know, the dude I'm playing for, he wanted that in the song or whatever. whatever. He's like, you can't just make up your own stuff? And I said, I mean, but that's like earth, wind, and fire. So, you know, and I was, I had to be all of 17, 18 years old. That's earth, wind, and fire, you know. He's like, no, I don't know. He's like, dude, if you plan that, then, I mean, what does that do for you? How does that make you look? Like, don't you want the same reaction with your own music? And, man, that changed my life. A light bulb went off. And I was like, you know what? And that's when I really started understanding, studying the influence that music had. And I'm just carrying the same spirit of the author that created that. I bought into him. That's why certain things now I don't listen to. I turn it off. I have, no, I can't listen to that because that's going to take me somewhere that's not good for me. And I taught my kids that. There's certain stuff you can't listen to. Certain things you just can't. That's when the truth behind hip-hop was born. It's just certain things I'm just not going to do. Paul says, I can do it. He said, but if, I, if it's going to bring me under its power, I'm not going to do it. Oh, I, I wish somebody. Yeah, that's what Paul said. I can do it, man. I can listen to anything I want to listen to. So, but I'm, I don't want to be, be brought under the power of it, everything. And that's the way we have to think, man. It's just certain things, Doc. That's my, that's my limit. We ain't going to do that. Amen. And that's what God is wanting you to do as a believer. Then you wonder why you're always depressed, why your life is trash, always feeling bad, always, maybe it's got something to do with your commitment in your music collection, what you're listening to, what you're watching, what you are taking in. I preach this message. Yeah, so I had to go through and change some things about G. Craig. Certain things. Me and my wife, we used to ride around listening to uh, secular music. Some of it. I changed change it. Amen. You know, my excuse was, well, I'm a musician. So I got to study, you know, for my art form, for my ability. Remember that, Paul? Yeah, that's what they say. See, because I'm, I'm a musician, I don't want to be dated in my sound. So I have to, you know, make sure that I acquiesce to the latest styles, and you know, I'm a producer, so I don't want my stuff. No, man, I don't need that, I don't need the world. No, I just went, and when I decided to do it my way, make my own music, everybody started copying me. Timberland owed me some money. Because them beats and stuff he's doing, I was doing that, how long ago caught me? That way before he was doing it. I'm, I'm telling you the truth, I sound like, uh, what's his name? Little Richard. And that's not good. Matthew 6 and 24. No man can serve two masters. He will either love, he will either hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Meaning you're gonna make a choice. You think you're serving two masters, but you're really not. This scripture is saying it's impossible. 
one of them you love more. Oh, I'm preaching. One of them you serve more. It's impossible to serve them equal. The church should never take their cues from the world. Trying to do what the world does to gain the world in the church. I don't understand. You're trying to get members out of the world. But if you do what the world is doing, are they coming out of the world? Or did you just relocate the world? If the world is our influence, then we are no longer influencing them. Right? John 15 and 19. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world what? Hated you. That means that there's going to always be an issue with the world. If you, if the world loves you, there's something wrong with you. The world embraces you, there's something wrong with you. If you embrace the world, there's something wrong with you. If you're looking for the world's things to try to draw people in, something's wrong with you. Why would you go to the world, the ones that hate the Christ you serve, to get things to draw people to him? Amen. Lord, they got the kids dressed up with the armor of God on Halloween. Poor kids. They got some crazy parents. It's just sad. They don't know any better. They just dress like he got the shield of faith and everything. So he going to go out, get candy with the goblins, but he going to combat the goblins. When you go out with the whole armor, baby, you going to be safe. But get that candy. It's so foolish. It's so dumb. It's just so dumb. Now, why can't you just stay home? Play Uno. We just sit at home. They ring the doorbell. We just sit there. They can see us through the glass in the front, and we just be like. Ding, ding, little goblin at the door. Ding, I just. Should we put a sign up? I don't know. I like looking at them like that. We don't want no sign. We ain't, we ain't doing nothing. We just. <laughs> Oftentimes, parents struggle to stand again. And you know, this, is, this, this transcends Halloween. This even goes for school dances. Oh, see. you sending your kid to the school dance for? Well, they're not going to dance. They're just going to stand around the wall. What? While all the music is playing. Who's the DJ? <laughs> you a Christian. You a Christian. Well, I mean, I'm saved, but my kids, they not saved. You feed unsaved kids? You really buy clothes for unsaved kids? That's not happening in my house. Doc, if you don't love the Lord, if you don't love the Lord, you ain't, you, you're going to wear the same thing every day. Let your God provide for you, bro. Because if you in my house, 
You're going to ask for me in my house. We're going to what? Sir, you mean I'm paying the bills in my house? No unsaved freeloaders in my house. Not even family. Ain't no unsaved family staying with me. Might not get invited over ever. Amen. But that transcends all of that. You ought to have a standard. Where is your standard? That'd better tell me, man, oh, man, just, I need you to come do the truth on hip-hop at my church. I said, what? I mean, why? Because, man, hip-hop just done broke out. Man, it's broke out. It's out of control at my church. Hip-hop is out of control. See, that's why I don't do a whole lot of engagements no more, because I've gotten a little smarter as I've gotten older. So I'm like, hip-hop broke out in your church. Now, let me understand. So, so, so what, what does your drama look like? Well, he, you know, he's sagging, and he got two earrings and, and a whole bunch of uh, uh, little doolies in his head, little, little things sticking up or whatever. What do your arguments look like? Do he play in the club on Saturday night before he come on Sunday? Well, I, mean, I don't know where he be playing. I mean, you know, he show up on Sunday. Don't he play for Kendrick Lamar? Well, I mean, I, like I said, I don't know where he be playing, you know, but he just... And hip-hop broke out in your church. Brother, do you know hip-hop came through you? It came through you and asked you for permission. Can I break out in your church? And you decided, well, I do need a drummer, and I do need this keyboard player, so, well, yeah, I'll go ahead and allow y'all to break out in my church. Then you're going to call me and want me to come and get it out? And while I'm up praying, them heathens on the instruments? You don't have a standard in your church, brother. Everything is breaking out in there. No standard. Man, I prayed the other day, Elder, and I said, Lord, why is this, why is there no standard? Why aren't men standing up? You know what the Lord told me? Their wives got them. Their wives got them. Won't let them. They don't have authority in their home. The strong man is bound. So there's no standard. Gay dude singing, gay dude playing, gay all over the church, punks just coming and going, lesbians up in all kind of foolishness. Well, this Halloween every Sunday, <laughs> ghouls and goblins singing the songs, playing the instruments. And you want me to come and, man, I ain't coming. Let, let's just have this conversation. I'll preach it to you first. You let it in there. You didn't have a standard. Well, we won't have no music if we got to have demons on the instruments. Amen. 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 Why, you think I'm the, why you think I'm the band leader? I'm the band leader because I'm going to make sure ain't no demons getting up here. Not that I'm the best. I mean, not that these guys can't play and can't see stuff or whatever, but as the pastor, I'm the one that has to stand guard. I don't know kings, the old, old kings that would send all their troops out and get them killed and wasn't in the front. The king was in the front. Where's my knife? Where's my sword? Let's do this. Oftentimes, these parents struggle, but when the standard in the home is established, when you establish a standard, the children will not be shocked by their parents' stance 
against this evil day. They won't even be shocked. My daughter came to me. He's like, so you going to the prom? Well, yeah, but with me and, me and my homegirl, we going to go. Because <laughs> she knew if she had said, yeah, well, I have a date. Date? She knew it. She wasn't shocked. She wasn't shocked. She didn't come home and say, can I go out on a date? It was no shock. You know you ain't going, ever. Look, you can't get no, everybody come can't stand up like that. Well, I mean, you got to let them go. How you going to know whether they gay or not? I'm going to guess. Hey, man, certain things, Landon ain't, he ain't going to come and ask me that. That boy, 22 years old, but he knows certain things. I mean, he just know he ain't disappointed. This is the way our home is. This is the way we live. It's just the way we roll. Certain ways, we just roll. That's because the standard has been established. So I don't have to go against the standard to say something. So I have to call a family meeting, y'all. Um, ooh. <clears throat> this year. Ooh. I got to make a tough decision. There's no Halloween this year. What? Oh, I'm moving. I'm leaving. I'm getting out of here. Ah, oh, this house is... No, if you establish the standard, the standard is always there. Hey, Amen. My son don't have to come and ask me, can he go get a tattoo? The standard is there. He know if he make that decision, I'm going to get a tattoo, he can't come home. He knows that. He has a thing. Let's see, do I like being home? That's, that's, that's what he's going to be thinking, dude, because he knows. Can't come back home. He wants earrings. He, he just knows. Jonathan, any of them. Dude, because why? Because there's a standard established. So when a standard is established, you're not shocked by the parents' stance against, against things when they stand, especially Halloween. Ain't no shock in your home. Your kids ain't coming trying to talk you into it. But daddy, Jill, you mean we can't dress up at all? Ain't, ain't no one of these girls gonna say that. It's just done. Nope. Next. Can I preach in here? Proverbs 22 says, if you train a child up in the way he should go, when he's old, he's going to remember all of it. He's not going to depart from it. Meaning that you can't separate him from the moral code that was instilled in him. It's going to always be there. Oh, I'm preaching. That's okay. Somebody don't like this kind of message, boy. Somebody had, was sowing, asked Mimi to make the shield of faith last week. Do you make shields? When parents do not stand against the evils in music, movies, or society, then it's hard for their children to accept the truth about Halloween and why they should not participate. So when you haven't stood up against the music your children are listening to, the movies they're watching, or even what society says about them, if you haven't stood up against that, then that's when they're shocked about Halloween. Why you got a problem with Halloween? I'm listening to Erica Badu right now. That's worse than Halloween. 
They just sent me a video, and I'm going to talk about it this week. I'm going to upload it, where her and another lady actually did a spell on video. An emasculation spell. The name of the song is, I'll be your king, or I'll be the king. The woman will be the king. She burns sage in the video and everything. Yeah. So if you got that plan in your house, then you can't come talk about Halloween, brother. I got the real witch in my playlist. Like the real witch. So it's hard for them to accept the truth. Ezekiel 44 and 23. And they shall teach my people. This is what the preachers are supposed to be doing now. They shall teach my people the difference between what? The holy and what? Profane. And cause them to discern between the unclean and the clean. Now, this is a deep passage because it says the preacher is going to teach the people the difference between the holy and the profane. And when they do that, it's going to cause the people to do what? To do what? To do what? So the people are going to know the difference between unclean and clean because it was taught to them. But if the head is not teaching it, the people don't know the difference. Churches that do alternative celebrations on this day are compromising the integrity of the biblical message that makes our counterculture of Christianity potent. Non-conformity sends the strongest message. When you don't conform, you preached. Sometimes you don't have to take a text. Just don't conform. Remember I went to this party in high school. I think I've given this testimony before. Went to this party in high school. And everybody was drinking. Just getting, I mean, they was getting toasted and roasted. Everybody just drinking or whatever. And we were standing by the punch bowl. And I, I saw the punch bowl and I walked over and I came over here. And a friend of mine walked up. He was like, dude, you ain't going to get a drink? I was like, nah, man, I, I don't drink. He's like, I'm not going to drink either. And he came and stood by me. By the time about, about 15, 20 minutes passed, it was about eight dudes standing by me. None of them wanted to drink. But because I didn't conform, they wanted to be by me because it gave them strength. Yeah, it was just a regular party at a friend of ours' house. I mean, it wasn't even nothing weird or nothing, but he, he had, somebody had spiked the punch. I'm like, dude, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't do that. So we all stood together, and that's what I'm saying. When you don't conform, you show strength. And people that are weak want to stand next to you. They feel you can protect them from themselves sometimes just because you're showing strength. Oh, I'll preach this in here. Anybody can be an old, weak, jive, turkey pastor. Let anything goes and anything happen. And no standard, not standing up. Getting, every time somebody preach, you got to get up behind them. <laughs> you know, we we, we going to eat the meat and we going to spit out the bones. Every week. <laughs> you know, man, I mean, we don't dot our eyes and cross our T's. Exactly the t- Had a pastor doing that. Well, I told that testimony. I, I don't want to tell it again. Just selling me out while I was in the office. Y'all remember that at that SDA church? 
he just selling me out in there. He just got him just, he up there, well, you know, he don't. But we walk back in there like, what? Don't you sell me out and bring me to preach. Give me my check. Get out of here. Whack. Dude, try to call me back. Man, I ain't answering your phone call. We don't have nothing to talk about. You couldn't stand up in front of your own church? I ain't talking to you. I'm preaching in here. 2 Corinthians 6 and 17. Wherefore, come out from among them, the Bible says, and be ye separate, saith who? The Lord. And do what? Touch not the what? Is a witch unclean? Is a ghoul and a goblin and a devil unclean? Oh, have decomposed head. You done carved in a pumpkin. Is that unclean? Everything about this day is unclean. And the Lord said to do what? Touch not. And I will receive you. Summary. Not only does the Bible tell us to have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but it tells us to do what? (laughs) How you going to dress like them and expose them? Is Halloween an unfruitful work of darkness? How are you going to participate? And the Bible says, don't have fellowship with it and expose it. Halloween is the perfect setting for non-believers and lukewarm believers to hear the truth behind this demonic holiday celebration. That's the perfect time for you to stand up and not conform. This day should not be used as a day of conformity because that will only lead to confusion and further compromise concerning what is good and what is evil. Folks get confused. I'm not going to a church where they don't have a line. If they don't have a line, the next thing they're going to have is a pole. (laughs) Turn it into a club. If you don't have a line and everybody just coming to hear the music, man, will you put a pole in there and a disco ball and let's do this the right way? Why are you calling it church and you ain't standing up for nothing in the word? You better just call the scoochie hotline and get them old raggedy girls in there. <laughs> I mean, it's not church. If you're just going to conform, it's not. Look, somebody say it's not church. Do you want to be at a non-conforming church? You want to be at a church that don't challenge you to live right? To make changes in your life? That's not church. When we take evil themes, when we take evil themes and make them happy and fun, We are making good evil and evil good. You're going to make the witch because she's smiling, she's okay? Because the ghost is a happy ghost? Brother, the ghost flying here right now, I don't care whether he's happy or sad. If he's smiling, that don't make it better. 
get out of here. One of us got to go. But look at him. He's smiling. I'm not looking at it. I won't know what he's doing. <laughs> Happy ghost. Happy goblin, a happy demon. What? I'm telling you, when I cast out demons and stuff, they're the scariest looking when they're laughing. I'd rather you just be mad, brother. Don't start smiling. When we take evil things and make them happy and fun, we're making good, evil, and good evil and evil good. The Bible says that this is wrong. It says beware of those that call good evil and evil good because they're up to no good. The church, Christians, and especially believing parents should always keep the line of demarcation visible and clear when it comes to evil versus good. After all, if this line is blurred, how will our children know the difference between that which is forbidden and that which is good? Hold the line, parents, and never back off your strong, adamant stance. We are the only protection our children have, so we must stand against the evils of Halloween no matter what. Deuteronomy 18 and 10, this is God telling them, look, when y'all go in this land, these folks are celebrating Halloween. It's a bunch of witches and charmers and divination and all the stuff that's in Halloween is in this land y'all going to. He says, so there shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, which is a child sacrifice, or uses divination, which is magic, or an observer of times, which is a horoscope, or an enchanter, which is a wizard, or a witch, or a charmer. Or a consulter with familiar spirits. Somebody that calls up spirits or contacts other spirits. Or a wizard or a necromancer. Someone that talks to the dead. For all, the, all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of the abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. Everyone stand to your feet. How many of you know the Bible is clear? The Bible is clear, plain and simple. Stop talking to the dead. You got a dead relative, they're gone. They, they ain't listening to you. They were saved. They sure don't want to hear you. They're somewhere where they don't have to deal with you and your trifling self. We don't communicate with the dead. Consulting witches and reading our horoscope. Believing fortune cookies. The Chinese zodiac. Oh, brother, this is the year of the hawk. The hawk. Yeah, it's a mad rooster. That's my birthday. Brother, we... We don't play with the devil. Because the devil's for real. He's waiting for an opportunity to open you up to get to your children. He don't want you. The devil don't want you. You, you, oh, you, you, you're done. He know you're going to go to heaven bruised and beat up the way you are. He's looking for an opening. He's looking for a way in to get to your children. That's what he's looking for. And that's where you have to stand strong. 
and hold the line. Amen? Everyone bow your heads. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for this message. Lord, it's a sad day when we got to preach about Halloween being evil and about your people celebrating a day this evil and satanic. It's a sad day, Lord, when the line has been pushed back so far that people believe that in order to keep their youth entertained, they have to use the devil and the devil's day. God, I pray right now for every pastor. I pray for every member. I pray for every parent, Lord, that is struggling to put their foot down and hold the line and stand strong in this year of 2018, in this time, this evil time where, Father God, we have beings from other dimensions. We have dark matter. We have all of these things that revelations and your word taught us about being like the days of Noah. It's like that now with all of these evil things happening. Father God, I pray that you would strengthen your people. Strengthen God, the servants, the leaders, the shepherds. Strengthen them in their own homes first so that they would be able to stand up in your sanctuary and proclaim that saith the Lord. Strengthen the men in your churches, God, in your kingdom, that they would stand in their homes, stand strong. Strengthen the women that they would be the help meet and support for the men. And God, help us to just get back in order, the order that pleases you and the order that allows your blessing so that we can protect our children and the strong man will not be bound anymore. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124 or donate online at exministries.com.